Welcome everyone to the Asian Voices Youth Radio Podcast. I'm Austin Tong, your host for this special episode where we talk about any and all topics relating to life growing up as Asian and Pacific Islander Americans. On today's show, we're going to be talking to a rising star in the film and media industry. She has made guest appearances on big network shows such as the iCarly Revival, performed on American Idol, and played a lead role in the highly acclaimed independent film After Yang, alongside huge stars such as Colin Farrell, Jodie Turner-Smith, and Justin H. Min. Welcome to the show, Malaya and her father, Aman. How are you both doing today? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing awesome. I'm talking to such a big star today. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, Malaya, for people who don't know, uh, how do you pronounce your last name? My last name is pronounced Chandrawijaya. Chandrawijaya. Is that yes. correct? Okay, awesome. Yeah. So, uh, one of the first things I wanted to ask you is like, for a lot of people in America, they find it hard to pronounce names from other cultures. Mm-hmm. Have there ever been times where you felt frustrated that some people either say your last name wrong or just refuse to even try to say it the right way? Well, yes, there have been some times that I was frustrated because of that, but I know that my last name is hard to pronounce, so I always try to help teach them how to pronounce it correctly because to me, I think that it's important and respectful to be able to say other people's names correctly. Oh, yeah, I totally agree with that. I do think yeah. it's also okay, a sign of respect. Yeah, of course. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like in, like in the beginning of, of her career, also like like the, the production asked us like what what names that uh, that we want to put as a credit, like whether it's just Malaya, Emma. Or like with a with the last name and and it was a discussion between me and my wife like yeah we we, we realized that we, we noticed that our last name is very long and it's very hard to pronounce but we decided that we should and we must like put the the last name because that's that's the indication that she is Asian like she is Indonesian specifically and we should be proud uh, of it of course I think this is a reflection of a new wave especially with a rise in uh ethnic stars in order to preserve the culture with our last names like you hear all these stories about like 20 years ago you hear actors from other cultures have to change their name to something more americanized in order to make it easier to pronounce right you know because it's more marketable to have an easier to pronounce name especially when you're getting credits on anything like that in a big network Mm -hmm. so i would have to praise you guys for keeping the integrity and the culture there and i think with how important it is nowadays people are definitely starting to shift more into respecting that kind of culture and preserving our last names and everything like that Right, right. You know, so being only 10 years old, you've done a lot of amazing things such as, you know, commercials, TV shows, and recently a feature film. Why don't you tell our listeners what was the inspiration for wanting to pursue this career in acting? Well, I actually started singing first. Like, I've always loved singing since I was very little. And for that, my inspiration was Christina Aguilera Ooh. because 
I thought that her voice is really amazing and I've just always wanted to be like her. I've always wanted to go on tour and have a lot of concerts and just be able to release albums all the time. And well, for acting though, I actually just I I think everyone can relate when I say this, but I really really like watching TV and watching movies. And I just always sort of imagined myself like what it would be like to be on the big screen and like to see myself on TV and I thought that would like that was like a really cool thing and I just thought that it would be like really awesome to be on TV and to be on the big screen and to have a character that looked like me and so I just really was really interested in being on TV and being on the big screen because I thought it was just really cool to see myself. That is a great answer and I think it's very inspirational growing up myself. I that is the reason why I wanted to become a writer myself because I wanted mm-hmm. to tell more Asian American stories because growing mm-hmm. up like you just said there weren't a lot of us but I think what's great about your generation is that you're starting to see more Asian American stars or Asian stars in general. Yes. And you yourself are contributing to that because kids are going to see another kid, another Asian kid, and they're going to think, wow, that person looks like me. I actually relate to this character, I actually feel part of a story that's being told. So I yeah. think that's yeah. great. I think that's amazing. And for Armand, how did mm-hmm. you actually feel about your daughter's dream to pursue this type of career? Was it something that you were pretty hesitant to support in the beginning? Or was it something that you were gung-ho right off the bat in helping her achieve? Well, I guess as parents, uh, like every other parents, like we really want to support whatever that um, our kids are passionate about. And we can see, like, especially in the singing, uh, I mean, like we're, we're talking about singing and acting, like always like related to each other. And and she's been singing like since she was very, very young. So that's what we see that like this is something that uh, it's, it's a talent, but also it's her passion. So we're trying to give her as many opportunities as we can so that she can improve her uh, talent and her career in this industry. And so, yeah, at first it's it's with the singing and then we see that she is also like very interested with, with the acting. And I think it's 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 good to always um, nurture uh, the kids' talent. And um, whether we were hesitant, like there's no hesitation at all because again, like, like we see her talent and her passion. The thing that might be uh, like a consideration for me and my wife is that you know like in this entertainment industry we hear a lot of uh, not good <laughs> yeah. stuff about like being uh, kid actors or growing up as an actor in Hollywood with all the bad influences you know so that's something that then we really have to pay attention that we re- we always tell Malaya that you know, uh, like always be grounded, be so humble, down to earth. Like, don't think that you are already like the best of the best. Like, there is always something that you need to learn, to to grow, to improve. And 
Yeah, and 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 again, like like school is always number one. Even though like she is already building her career, she can earn her own money, but but school is still number one. Yeah, so we we that's that's something that we always pay more attention while we're also like helping her to to uh, be more uh, successful in this career. So a follow up to that that I wanted to ask is you you mentioned that you sang at a young age and you've been acting since how old again um for acting i think it was since i was like four years old four years old wow my parents met you they'd be like ozan what are you doing with your life (laughs) you're 26 years old and then look at this little girl accomplished way more than you um to yeah to go back into it for for your singing and for your acting did you have a vocal coach to teach you how to sing or was that something you self-taught yourself and for the acting did you take acting classes do you go to performing arts school for children or is that something you taught yourself and learned while you were on set for things well for singing i do have a vocal coach uh but for acting i taught myself oh impressive (laughs) impressive wow That, that yeah, was it's, a really it's, good thing. It's actually um, an, um, a suggestion from her manager. So she's been with this manager for a while. And and she's actually telling that, uh, especially for kids, like it's, it's better not to be uh, like going to the acting class or coach um, because they want to be more natural in terms of the acting. So... So yeah, so we're just doing it ourselves, basically. Like I'm helping her whenever she has auditions. Wow, that's actually something I didn't know. I didn't know that they usually suggest for children to not, or kids not to attend acting school or anything like that. Is that something you want to do when you get older, Malaya? Go to acting school to hone the craft? Well, I actually haven't thought about it, but I think maybe when... I'm older, I could take like some acting classes, not like de- dependent on it, but just to see what other actors think so that I can have like more ideas on how to make my acting better. Okay, that's a great answer. Thank you. Um, speaking of acting and referring back to that independent film after Yang, which was your feature film debut. The film received amazing reviews with almost every news outlet reporting the story as well as your own co-stars praising your amazing performance as the character of Mika. Was there a scene in the film that you specifically remember being the hardest or most difficult to perform and why was it difficult to perform? Well, there weren't any scenes that were more difficult than other scenes, but I guess that... Mika is overall a character that's sort of difficult to portray because she's adopted and she just lost her brother, which fortunately I haven't experienced any of that. But I guess it it was kind of hard to portray because since I haven't experienced any of that, I didn't really know how she felt exactly, but I, I just had to imagine it. I had to imagine like, how she would feel, how how Mika is dealing with it, whether she's sad, if, if she has to grieve, or she's just frustrated all the time. So, I mean, yeah, it was kind of difficult to just portray Mika 
overall. But I guess like imagining it was really helpful and imagining it was also kind of difficult, but that's like, that's what actors do. Like you have to imagine how, how you would feel if you were that character. And I guess, well, yeah, it was sort of hard to portray, but like no scenes that were more difficult than others. Did you have any, any favorite memories on set? Any like pranks that you might have played on any of your co co-stars, anything like that? Well, actually, um, I was still seven when uh, we filmed After Yang. And so all my teeth were baby teeth. And <laughs> right when we were going to start filming, my two I lost my two front teeth. Oh. And so I had to I had to wear flippers. They're technically just fancy fancy fake teeth and um so i had to wear those because we didn't film the after yang scenes in order so they were just afraid that my teeth would grow in the middle and then it would just all be different uh and i guess it was kind of funny because like every time i wanted to eat something i had to take it off and then when i wanted to film another scene i had to put it back on so it was just on and off all the time and <laughs> i it was just really funny because it seemed like it was growing and then it wasn't. And then it's just, I thought it was a very fun memory because my teeth was looking different all the time. And and the good, the good thing about that is because in, in, a, in a movie, like there are some um, uh, scenes showing as a memory from, from Yang uh, watching Mika mm-hmm. growing up. So in one of the memory, uh, the director, Kokonada, asked her not to, u- to wear the flipper so that she looked, younger <laughs> oh, you could see like okay, okay. she lost her tooth in one of the memories it's <laughs> really funny that's really really funny how was it working for that director was he supportive yeah he was very very supportive and he he was like really nice koganada is like a very very nice person and he is very very smart and like because he edited it and he also wrote it and he also directed it and so I just he was a really really nice person and he actually told me um sometimes in like a feature film like this because After Ying is a very quiet movie and he said you have to tone it down sometimes because I've always just been doing like overacting stuff, like sort of Mm -hmm. like Disney Channel type of acting, like kind of over the top. And he said, tone it down a little just to just to make it a little bit more natural. (laughs) So he would always go like this and uh, he would he he had all these different signals to tell me, tone it down, tone it down. (laughs) So you you could say that the experience you got on this film was really, really good. It helped teach you a lot. And it helped you yes. grow as mm-hmm. a as a young actress. So that's amazing to hear. Yeah. Um, for Armand, how was it watching your daughter work with these big industry level actors and directors? Did it give you a glimpse into what kind of future is in store for Malaya? And was it something that you ever imagined happening so quickly in her career? Yeah, I mean, I, I answered the last question first. It's it's no like it's it it was not something that uh, that we could have imagined that this happened so quickly so this is a a blessing for us um, um the the good thing is that she's been working with 
a lot of actors and directors who are very very nice and 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 they're so amazing like uh, um specifically for after yang like Colin Farrell like I grew I grew up uh, watching him on the movies from the phone booth and everything like I know that he's like a big star like even before the after yang we watched uh, Dumbo together to see uh, Colin Farrell and yeah it's like I I love him on um, Saving Mr. Banks also like it's just mind-blowing to know that my daughter worked with him and he is very very humble like he is like super down to earth like i couldn't ever like imagine that like the a-list actor as famous as he is is like <laughs> like that you know <laughs> like yeah and and he he told us he told my wife several times that uh he really enjoys working with malaya that that he really thinks that malaya was born for this like he said that he didn't work with kids so many times but he really thinks that malaya is very very amazing and acting so that's 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 a huge compliment that we got and also like like jody turner smith like she is just amazing like she is rising star right now but she's playing as Mika's mom in a movie but even outside the, the the filming like she's really acting like a mom for Malaya like whenever like we're not there like we we really could trust her uh to help with Malaya like uh one thing that I still remember um it was during the the Cannes Film Festival because we couldn't go on the red carpet with her for sure <laughs> <laughs> and it's huge event it's a very big event it's a huge red carpet and jody is basically like like holding her hand all the time it's it's the first time for malaya like she's nervous we're very nervous also so and jody is like basically like always like taking care of her like she's like 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 malaya is her own child like she is just super amazing and justin and Haley, like we're like family right now like we're still in touch with everyone like, and yeah, we yeah. have a group chat. Me, and my actual brother Justin and Haley, and it's called siblings. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my god! Like it, again, like they're they're very famous as as young actors, but they're super down to earth. Like like we're like family. Like we're we hang out with Haley so many times. We went hiking together. Yeah, I mean, like like they're just amazing. So I think it's 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 a they're they're like very good examples from malaya like we always tell malaya you see like all these people like they're like very famous and very successful but they're super super down to earth like they're very very humble and very grounded and that's what we want malaya to to look up to as an inspiration and hopefully that one day if she's all like in their level also that she can always remember that 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 she needs to be like them, basically. That's actually amazing to hear. The fact that you guys still maintain a great relationship even after the film just goes to show yeah. the chemistry between actors in this film is 100% authentic. So that's good. That's yeah, amazing yeah. to hear that you guys still keep in contact, that you guys still have a, maintain a great relationship. And that, also, that partly answers my, my follow-up question because I wanted to ask... If there's anything you learned from your co-stars in terms of helping you grow as a young actress, like did they teach you things that helped you better your craft? 
anything like that. Yeah, like my dad said, they were all very, very humble. And I I learned that, like, even them, even, like, the very, very famous and successful actors are very, very humble, down-to-earth, and kind. And I feel like even people who aren't even as famous as them, sometimes they're not even as kind as them. So, like, I feel like we all should try to be nicer because, like, we like I look up to them so much because they are already very successful and famous and, like, they still, like, sometimes I feel like they're my family all the time because, like, I, f- I feel like I don't remember sometimes that they're, like, super famous and successful because they're just so nice to me. And, like, even if we're not filming, we always hang out with each other. We go watch movies. We go have lunch together. And it's just amazing how they're already super big stars and, like, they didn't have to be very kind to me, but they did. And they they actually were very, very, very nice and humble. I guess one lesson that I could see from, from them is that um, the, the family foundation is very important. Like I know for sure, like uh, with Colin, jo- uh, Jody, Haley, and Justin, they're very, very close with their family, with their parents, with their siblings with their uh yeah like they're they, they have like very very good relationship with their, their family and i think that's very important well, that's extremely wholesome to hear like i'll tell you that i'm like yeah. that makes me glad to hear that that they're very down-to-earth people um for armand i know attracting all this attention as a young actress for malaya i'm sure it comes with its difficulties its tribulations what do you do as her father to help her have fun and de-stress while ensuring that she still maintains a healthy and rich childhood. Yeah. Um, so one thing that, that my wife and I decided that um, until now, we still keep her in a, in a regular public school, in a brick and mortar school. Like we didn't homeschool her, uh, which and sometimes it's, it's, it's very uh, tricky with her schedule and everything but we still try to manage that like we still want her to feel like like as normal as she as she can like uh, going to school like any other kids like having friends and yeah I mean like and and we still we, we try like every time she has like uh, let's say uh, gig in out of town or out of country and we always make it as a vacation and you know that i have another kid i have an older son so we always make everything as a family activity as well so it's not like only about malaya but malaya like we always like that's always our requirement if everyone if and if there is any a job for malaya that we will go as a family so we always make it as a family outing basically yeah and and she is also like the thing is with 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 talented kids like her like they can do a lot of stuff in a very small amount of time apparently so even though like she has to practice she has to audition she has to go to school and doing homework and everything she can still do a lot of other things that the like that kids do like uh, uh like biking and riding scooter 
watching TV, and she loves doing gymnastic and contortion. So yeah, she she can do whatever she wants basically, um, other than the the acting and singing um, career. Yeah, that's extremely interesting to hear that you have that decision to still have her be in public school. You hear with a lot of child mm-hmm. actors that they're homeschooled or they attend this special schooling program with other child actors. So I think that's a really, in my personal opinion, I think that's a really good decision in keeping her in public school because it, it helps maintain that sense of normality. And I think that also probably helps keep, you know, you Malaya humble and down to earth. And it reminds you of your roots and everything like that, which I think would only help you grow as a person. And Mm -hmm. I think if anything, it would help you grow as an actress too, in some unconventional ways. Um, Mm -hmm. Do you still kind of stress out over normal kid things like, Oh, I got to make sure I pass this test or, Oh, I have another book report to do. (laughs) I don't want to read this book. Yeah. Well, like I do actually. (laughs) And I guess like it's sort of more pressure sometimes because of my career, because like I know that sometimes I'll have less time to study so I have to do everything really quickly. And I guess that always runs through my mind. Like, I have to pass this test. And because, <laughs> like, I need to, like, do everything. Um, and I have to do everything faster. But normally, like, I, I feel like a normal kid. Uh, <laughs> I And my school is also very, like, everyone there is very nice and very kind, thankfully. And I have, a, like... I have a lot of friends there and I trust a lot of people there. So I do feel like a normal kid and I do stress out over normal kid stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I do stress out over doing homework and turning things late in and then like, but (laughs) I, I do know that I have to do everything quicker so that I'm not only able to do things for my career, but also be able to, like be top of the class at school because I feel like that school is very important. So I always try to make time for me to do schoolwork. I always do homework before I do anything else. So when I get home, I do homework. Well, I take a shower first, (laughs) but then I do homework first. And then I do all my other stuff after I do homework and study. So I guess, yeah, I do stress out over normal kid stuff I guess but I I always try to make time so that I don't even have to stress out or worry about it she she is pretty ambitious I mean like like my my wife and I we we know that she's doing a lot of things uh, other than school so as long as she can be um like following the lessons and have a good grade she always have good grades anyway uh it's it's enough for us um but like this this coming school year uh, in the fall, she's going to middle school, Ooh. and and yeah, and and she she was the one who wanted to to apply to this this program that is very very competitive program in this middle school. Like from hundreds of applicants, they only have thirty two spots, and and I told her, I mean, like you don't have to, you know, like just go to the the regular uh, advanced program is fine to to us. You don't have to go to this over the top program. But she said, oh, she, she wanted to do it anyway. So she did 
uh, the test, the interview, and a lot of things like just to get in. And yesterday we just found out that she got in. Oh, cool. yeah, congratulations! So, so that's Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so that's all, all on her because at first I told her you you don't have to <laughs> you don't have to to prove it <laughs> like that, but but yeah she did it yeah okay well uh the final question I want to ask is kind of like a quick little fun one but are there any projects that you want to do in the future that you hope to do like you know maybe an animated movie to do voiceover or maybe a superhero Marvel movie anything you want to do in the future. I I would love to do another feature film because mm. uh, I had a really fun experience doing After Yang. And um, I also really want to be a regular on a, uh, on a TV show. Uh, and uh, I would also really love to be a Disney princess because <laughs> I've always wanted to be a Disney princess. And I really like singing as well. And I feel like Disney princesses aren't complete if they can't sing. <laughs> so uh, I've always wanted to be a Disney princess and I would love to see more Asian Disney princesses. And also, I I really want to uh, be in a horror movie as well because I really love watching horror. So like I'm really into Stranger Things and The Walking Dead. And I just really want to be in a horror movie. And... Uh, I also really want to be in like a fantasy show or a movie because I'm really I really love watching Harry Potter and I really like the Percy Jackson series and I would just love to be in like a Wizarding World movie <laughs> to be honest because I'm really into all the magic stuff and yeah I I would love to be in like a lot of different genres but those are like the the two main genres that I want to be in. Got it. Well, uh, with the trajectory of your career and your talent, I don't doubt that that would happen. Unfortunately, <laughs> that's all the time we have today. We want to again thank our guest, Malaya, and her father, Arman, for joining us today. Thank, thank you, you so for, much. Thank you for having us. <laughs> to learn more about Malaya, please visit uh, MalayaEmma.com and give her a follow on Instagram, at MalayaEmma. If you have any suggestions for future topics impacting our API youth, we'd love to hear from you. Also, be sure to subscribe as well as follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as visit our website, AsianVoicesRadio.com. Until next time, I'm your host, Osden, and we'd like to thank you for listening today. And please join us again next time for another exciting and thought-provoking Asian Voices Youth Radio episode. Take care until then, everyone. Bye.